Hi, my name is Tiffany Willis. I used to weigh 531 pounds, but eight years ago, I made the decision to save my life. I lost 349 pounds in just 18 months, and my life after fat pants has never been bigger. Together with my sister, Wendy, we're getting real about why some of us are thick, thin, and everything in between. That's right. I'm Wendy Willis Baldwin. Together, we invite you to let go of the stuff that's weighing you down. It's time to squeeze in some life after fat pants. One size fits all sister talk. Are you ready? Life after fat pants podcast. I am your elegant, special single sister, Tiffany. (laughs) And I'm her older, mask free, lipstick wearing sister, Wendy. Hello, hello, girl. What's up? Hello, hello. I also am wearing my lipstick as well. Never check it out. Look at mine. Look at mine. Yours is kind of a frosty, like blending into your complexion kind of vibe. Yeah, I have like a little nude situation going on because I didn't reapply my lip liner. So it just doesn't. I was a little. Meanwhile, what do we think? I like it. Is that that red lipstick that you got us? Chanel Rouge Allure, my number one favorite. Right. You know, it's so funny because this podcast today, y'all, we're going to talk about lipstick for a very happy, happy reason. And mostly it's going to be about the psychology of lipstick as it relates to the global pandemic. Yes, there is a correlation. Some of you may already know about this, but heck yeah, there is. Hey, this is a time to celebrate, Tiff, because this is the single big news story that directly impacts every single American, right? Here in the US, the Centers for Disease Control has officially said if we're vaccinated, we don't have to wear masks or practice social distancing indoors or out except in healthcare settings, public transportation, schools or some other government buildings. Let me tell you, This is welcome news here. Now, I know, Tiff, you're in Texas where they didn't even have a quarantine or a global pandemic, but um, it was just on whatever. It was on a trust factor. (laughs) It was like the honor system. (laughs) Y'all are still on. I remember I came down at Christmas when you had to have that oral surgery. (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. So I go to I go to visit Tiff in Texas because she needs help driving to and from somebody's got to be there for her for the wisdom teeth removal and our brother wasn't going to volunteer for it <laughs> and bt dab how old are you that you're just not getting your wisdom teeth out hello i um, know but- i know i know it's yes i understand <laughs> i was a very old lady getting my wisdom teeth but but you took it like a champ and it gave me an opportunity to be, you know, totally living in fear for about three days because everywhere in Texas, it was like, maybe you go into a place and they have masks on. Maybe you go into a it place wasn't. and they don't, which is more likely. Yeah. Yeah. But Wendy was coming. Let's also paint Wendy's side of the picture, too. Of She was walking in. She had her shield on, her double layer mask, and then she also had gloves and I mean, all she needed was a rubber suit. And then she would be <laughs> one of those people like a, she would been what she would. She w- wanted a rubber suit. She really did. But yeah, it was a little different. down I here. Am, Look, I lived on the edge, Tiff. We I went and got a mani-pedi with you in Texas at Christmas time. Oh, my that God. Was- you totally embarrassed me there because I was like, oh, my God, this is my people. And you were like, are they not going to wear masks? <laughs> I remember that girl walked into the nail salon and she's I like, know. Oh, no, this is way before let's, let's go back in time six months. Okay. This is, this is still at the height of the pandemic. It was the week of Christmas. Right. Right. When, when people should be very, you know, starting in to the vaccinate. spirit of the season and right. But right. still the point is there was no CDC situation saying, Hey, take them off or not. I mean, and I couldn't believe it. we were in that salon and I, and some chick <laughs> walked in, she and her friend walked in and I've got my nails in the acetone or not in the acetone, but in the foil, you know, she was uh, yeah. soaking off my gel and those girls walked in. Meanwhile, there's like a lady with an oxygen tank connected to her. I mean, yeah. what the H E double ho- hockey sticks. That's just, spell, but yeah. And then finally, I did speak up. I'm sorry, because that's how I am. That's how I roll. And I said nicely, I said, could you please remind her that there is a global pandemic and that it would be nice if she behaved like a good citizen? I don't recall that nice phrase that you just did. My recollection was like you said to Samantha, 
is she not going to wear a mask? <laughs> That's what I recall you saying. Okay, well, and, great. And it was more Samantha efficient. Went, and then Samantha got up and said, you need to wear a mask. And they put it on. But that I was like, and then Harper and I were even looking at each other like, what? Just you know what, Tiff? Sometimes less is more. I didn't have to say I, much. Good for I her. Understand. Good I for understand. the nail tech for picking up on my vibe and saying, you know what? Uh, we got to make sure this is a safe clean place here in the nail well, I'm a VIP there. So yeah, she wanted to make sure I was taken care of. <laughs> I was just a crazy lady from the DMV going. Yeah. Well, and then Harper tried to like lessen it. And she was like, we've had a lot of people affected in our lives um, with the COVID. And so we're just a little bit more sensitive to it. And I, was I wasn't like, ugly about it. No, but we just wanted to make sure everyone was all capiche and kumbaya in the situation. Okay. We still hadn't gotten my nails done. Y'all were getting yours. But I had not. <laughs> that was your priority. So was you yeah, didn't want to get me. kicked out. Cause I got I malvy totally. or opinionated. Exactly. The topic today is the psychology of lipstick. And we couldn't be more excited about the fact that, you know, the mask thing is, is going bye-bye here in the U S. Um, but besides masks, Tiff, I got to know, what are you going to let go of today? I have been frazzled all day and I've got to let it go of what I'm wearing. I couldn't figure out, I got in last night. I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to wear today. So I have on this shirt that is like 10 sizes too big, nothing flattering at all. It's just, I'm drives me crazy. I should probably turn it into like a cover up kind of deal. Because actually, to be honest, it's one of mom's old shirts. Okay, but let me see. Stand up. I don't know. I need to see this. Okay, we've got a blue flowy top with lots of what look to be peonies. Uh, yeah, they are either very beautiful pink roses, but I, I think they're peonies, actually. Yeah, they, uh, they look um, like peonies, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it is a bit large for you, I'm going to say. But you know what? I mean, good God. Gosh, have you seen the big flowy dresses that are the kind of go-to outfit post-COVID-19? I love it because I think everybody packed on 19 during COVID-19 or something. And now all the dresses are the big flowy moo-moo, you know. But it does nothing for me. Like, that's something I don't need that. I needed that, like, when I was 531 pounds, so I wouldn't have to be (laughs) sucking in to my pants. But I don't need that now. I'd like to have something a little bit more form-fitting. So I just feel like I feel loose. I feel like you lighter. earned it. Feel like you earned that. Well, yeah, but <laughs> this I feel, just feel huge and big, and you know, and uh, no one said anything to me about it. But I'm just like, then I like hid myself in my office all day, and so it's like, oh sh- come on, it's not that bad. What'd you wear underneath? Is that are they pants, jeans, skirt? What'd you put jeans, on? Jeans, just green jeans. Okay, like that's the cool. army color green jeans. Okay, which I cute. love. Yeah. Okay. And then so I have my big flowy shirt. Uh-huh. You know, a little tip tough. You could have kind of, it is tied a bit it. long. You could have tied your shirt at the waist. That's kind of Ooh. a fun trick. Or you could even do the thing where you kind of wrap it up on the corner of a thing and tie like one knot on one side and wear it open, kind of wear it like a jacket. Yeah. There are some things that we could do to stylize that hair. I'm, but I'm with right you, especially if it was mom's, like turn that into a cover up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I just like unbuttoned a couple. I'll do a low tie, but that's a better idea is the low tie because I, I have my little like tummy thing that I don't like to show in my jeans. Well, those big tops look great over like a t-shirt dress or a tank dress or whatever, where you right. know, it kind of serves as like a not quite jacket you know a summertime throw over your shoulders right and for me who i get cold all the time that will work out perfect so that is what i'm letting go of what might you be letting go of my dear well you know here on the east coast we had this gas shortage where the there was that hack into the pipeline and then they had to shut down things and we didn't have like there were like 70 percent of the gas stations closed in virginia for a period of time Right. And immediately when that happened, Tuff, I was like, as as you know, a, a little bit nervy about that. Shocker. I'm like blown away. <laughs> Just blew my mind right now. I don't even understand. I mean, I was like, what in the world is happening? We first survive a global pandemic, but not without great hardship because we did encounter There's lots of loss. Yes. Yeah. Um, but hello, what's up with the gas? I mean... And, and, you know, 
I only have one tank to fill. Okay. So it's not like like toilet paper, Tiff. It's not like toilet paper. I can't go (laughs) stockpiling the gas. I don't have other, like, what am I going to put it in milk jugs or something? And so I have just decided as a result of not only the pandemic, but as a result of this gas shortage that I am done stockpiling. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Uh, I don't know if I believe that. Girl, you have no idea. I mean, I have paper towels and toilet paper enough to last a lifetime. I am a Costco clone at this point. I mean, my house, every closet, every nook and cranny. We even bought one of those dead body freezers during the pandemic. You know that, right? (laughs) Yes, I remember. And those were hard to come by. I mean, those were really hard to come by. And somehow my husband landed one. And oh my God, he loves to go. I mean, he'll go to Costco just for toothpaste. He loves going to Costco, her husband. It is it. his favorite store. I mean, and, and he didn't miss a beat throughout the whole pandemic. Like every day he'd, he'd wait in line. I mean, like it didn't matter. It enriched the experience for him. This whole run on Costco, he, it just made him go, yep, told all y'all. you. <laughs> I told you it was a good place to go. <laughs> like exactly. for years leading up to the pandemic, I was like, why do you want to go to Costco? Oh my gosh, everything in bulk. P.U. No. Remember when like at the heart of it all or whenever we would talk and stuff during the height of the pandemic and stuff last spring, Neville would be going and be like, get Brie wine and paper towels and toilet paper. Those were, oh, and throw in some water there. (laughs) That was his like shopping list daily. I decided I'm not going to stockpile anymore because I looked in the dead body freezer the other day. And you know what I'm talking about, people. Those are those top loading freezers is I think what yeah. they're more, but you, know, you could hide advertise them as dead body freezers, but let's but that's face what it. Everyone calls them every I mean, murderer, yeah. every murderer. That's where they hide their victims. Just about. I mean, that's, that's, that's what they true. do. Yeah. yeah so in true. ours, we have, I don't know, somewhere North of 30 frozen California pizza kitchen pizzas. And <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> those will be there when I'm dead. I'm sure yeah. of it. Like we don't ever even eat frozen pizza, but just on the off chance that like the world was ending or everyone around yeah. us was sick with COVID, we bought frozen pizza. And well, yeah, um, you, you had to have supplies where you could ration and barter with people. <laughs> you did. I mean, I know I did. My girlfriends here and their families, we all knew we were like, okay, if something bad goes down, where's tip going to go? Who has what? Does Tip had extra toilet paper, which I always did, and always have extra Lysol? I was that person too. I was a hoarder. Tiff, I, I was sending bit. you your premier protein shakes. Can we just yes. tell everybody that yeah. I was trying to keep you in? Yes, Wendy was the online shopper for everyone for the. Family. She sent stuff to everyone, but she sent me a whole bunch of shakes, and then she even sent me a tub for my dog food. Because I, for some reason, didn't have a tub for my dog food. Yeah, you should be leaving those bags just wide open. I don't, I don't know why I didn't. Invitation for know. mice, and then you got the hantavirus that you got to worry about. <laughs> oh, calm down. Oh, my gosh. I'm not some dirty person. I live through hantavirus, okay? I'm not. I, I, I live through too. COVID, by golly. I'm not going to have any of my people go down on hantavirus during COVID. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like exactly. you got to keep your dog food in a plastic container. Okay, and it's in a plastic container, and then the rest is in the refrigerator. But I don't do the California pizza chicken or pizza. Pizza kitchen. Yeah, I don't do that one. I do the Quest pizza, protein pizza. No, Doesn't that taste like cardboard? No, it's 25 grams of protein or 27 grams of protein. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. Oh, it's good. Get the the You eat anything Questy, okay? Quest is like your... Well, again, if if I'm going down, I want to make sure I have protein in case I have to, like, again, barter or go find someplace else to live (laughs) and take my dogs. I'll take my dog food and my dogs and go on my hunt. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. I mean, aren't we glad, though? I mean, this is really... This is really a big time in American history. I mean, it was a big time in American history the minute we first started having to wear the masks. Oh my gosh, and it yes. is such a sense of celebration in the street going on right now. And today's topic is about the psychology of lipstick. And you may be saying to yourself, wait, I thought you were talking about a pandemic. How does lipstick come into play? 
Right. Mm -hmm. It does. Well, believe it or not, there has been a spike in lipstick sales. Okay. And you know what that means? That means people are over it. Okay. According to the latest figures from IRI, which tracks point of sale data at retailers across the US, lipstick sales hit $34.2 million in the four week period ending April 18th. Are that, you kidding? Yeah. And so I didn't realize it was that much. It, I mean, that's a lot of lipstick. Let's just pause there for a moment to honor the number $34.2 million worth of freaking lipstick. I mean, if a lipstick is like 20 bucks in four weeks, that's a lot of damn lipstick. That's a lot. And you could cross. That's like all the wait. Let me make sure that's right. Yeah, that's a four week period. Holy cow. Why aren't we making lipstick? I know that's right. (laughs) I mean, what are we doing with a podcast? I know. I know. That's what I'm going to do with my beeswax, Tiff. We're going to throw some color on the beeswax and I'm going to make I'm going to start making lipstick anyway. So that $34.2 million in the four-week period ending April 18th, that spike in lipstick sales, that's up more than 80% from the same time last year, which I like to call our collective chapstick phase. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, No, because I never did it. But yeah, I'll go with you on that one. Okay, gross. Because then you probably have those masks that on the backside are covered in lipstick smudgies. Don't be a judgy. (laughs) Don't be judgy about it. I mean... Yes, I do have that, but I wash my masks, and then I would also use the blue. You did? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get real. You washed your mask? I would wash my mask, and then I would have, uh, but I also collected it. Tiff, you barely iron your shirts. Are you sure you washed your masks? I did. So 80% spike in lipstick sales for that four-week period. And there is still so much lipstick to be acquired, because although sales are trending way up, 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 we still are not back to pre-pandemic lipstick sales levels, y'all, of over 40 million for that same time period. So in four weeks, we buy $40 million worth of lipstick, seriously. Anyway, fundamentally, Tiff, here's, right? here's what I here's my takeaway on this. Okay. I mean, I this like floored me when I, I think I was driving in the car when I heard this little news bit. And I was like, you know what? There's the topic. There's our show. Fundamentally, the thing about lipstick is it is a sign of confidence. Okay. When we wear it, it says, look at my mouth. Look at me. What I have to say is important. It's a signal to anyone looking that we are fearless and fabulous let's face it and even if we don't 100% believe that in our soul lipstick helps us fake it till we make it you know what I mean people right I totally agree with you 100% I'm a big lipstick advocate I love it I just love it and as Chanel says if you're sad add more lipstick and attack that's how yeah, I think I have that like pajama top somewhere tucked under yeah, the drawer. Yeah. I think it's always a good one. But I mean, it does make you have more confidence for sure. And I like to always tell, I tell this to some of my patients or friends and stuff is that when I have my bariatric surgery, you know, they say no makeup, which is such a weird rule, but whatever. And no nail polish again, weird rule, but I get why they say that. But anyway, so you're kind of just bare boned and you're, totally vulnerable and all that sort of stuff. And you're nervous and scared about surgery in general, whatever kind of surgery. And so I'm waking up and what do I, I'm like taking off my, my CPAP machine, which is again, not very pretty, but whatever. And Wendy is right there without a blink of an eye, putting red Chanel lipstick. I'm in the holding area for, um, we're we're, were in my room. We were were in the room. Yeah. We were in the room. Uh I can't remember if um, it was post-op or where we were. Yeah. It's post-op. It's post-op. And we were in my room and I'm just like, I kind of did that. What is happening? What is on my face kind of feeling? And then she, Wendy was like, you're a little pale. (laughs) 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 And so I'm like, okay. And so, I've always, I think I have that lipstick still somewhere because I didn't use it all or whatever, like as a memento. Gross. That's, it's eight years, Tiff. It's dried out by now. You cannot told, be. Well, I don't use it. And I just said it's like as a memento, <laughs> like a hope chesty kind of situation. I just like a good memory that, you know, people, when I die, they'll be like, why does she have this lipstick? You know, but. That was Chanel, girl. You should have put that to use. Come on. Now. I did. I did. I did. I did. I put it to use, but. Anyway, but yes, I think that lipstick makes it. But I was also that person 
who put the lipstick on underneath the mask. I didn't care. I put it on. Wow. It makes you feel good. Like you just said. Okay. So I didn't do without like, I mean, I wore chapstick for sure because my I'm so dry naturally, but I'm a sucker for Bobby Brown's crystal lip gloss. You know, that really mm-hmm. slick, glossy, clear. It's I, real thick too. Like, it's very thick, which I love. Thick. Some people don't like that. I love yeah. it. It feels like I just put like, I don't know, a pound of butter on my lips or something. I love it. I don't like it as much because it's, it, but I'll wear it more so like at night. I'll put some of that Bobby Brown on at night just to like get my lips moist. Yeah. I mean, it's a notch up from Vaseline or something like yeah. it's, it, I love Bobby Brown's crystal lip gloss, that clear stuff. And I, I gotta say that was kind of my jam throughout the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. I had that stuff tucked away. It was in my pocket. It was my desk drawers in my car. I mean, in the junk drawer in the kitchen, wherever I got to reach for it. That in my um, my super goop sunscreen that I like to smear on my face, that stick stuff. I love yeah. that stuff. God, yeah. those two shiny goopy things. I, I just smear all over my face and my lips. But anyway, yeah. I was less I like worried the- about face burns during COVID because of the mask, you know, so. Um, well, I have like two lipsticks. Like I'll go for the like more economical kind too, which is the L'Oreal. And that's what I have on right now. It's the L'Oreal like honey blossom or something like that. It's like just a, a golden moonlight. That's what it's called. L'Oreal golden moonlight. And it's just like a good one just to put over like with lip liner and just to kind of give a little bit of gloss, a little shine or whatever, but it's very neutral. And then also I'll do a red, it's called berry red. I think that Smashbox has, and it's really good. So that's when you're hitting Ulta or that's when I'm hitting Ulta when I'm going to hit the bar. Sephora. Yeah. (laughs) I told you recently I was in a Sephora in Pennsylvania and it was like Nirvana. (laughs) (laughs) I went around and I was loading my big bag with like every product known to man. There was something so, I mean, retail therapy is real. Just like, just like lipstick is a psychological bump. It's a mood booster. It's an elevator. Retail therapy is too, people. I mean, there is something to be said for that. We can only do so much Amazon. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you need to touch and feel and get out. I know. I want to, I do click, click. I want to like kind of see things three dimensionally and, and whatnot, but okay. Another little fun pop of color news wise Tiff. Walmart says lipstick is the top performer across all segments of cosmetics. <laughs> People, we have entered the dawn of a new era, a lipstick renaissance, okay? I mean, that's just what we're going to call it. And I do really believe, Tiff, that we are entering a new renaissance. I think it's going to be very similar to the renaissance of old where, you know, you've got people coming out of hibernation for all intents and purposes. And they've they've spent their time creating and yeah. they've produced art and music and like me books. books hello more on that later you know you've you've done all this stuff and 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 not only that i think fashion is going to trend like gatsby good do you know oh, what i'm saying yeah, I, I think it's gonna sure. be like i mean yeah this summer we might be going around with the fluffy full frocks and you know this big full uh tent style which is, is super yeah, cute me, i mean I'll let you I, I, I like i i've i've already bought all my dresses when i had anthropology in one full day and oh, i just I went i went bananas on the dresses yeah. so i've got all my big flowy dresses short long everything in between i'm ready for that but i think that what's going to happen is you're going to see like as we get into fall and certainly the holiday season i think you're going to see this emerging dressiness that's going to take root. I think people are going to be like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of my yoga pants. I sure I I I can't do another minute. People, I mean, they've watched every kind of Netflix or every kind of Hulu or all the kind of trending movies and shows of new and old. They have been in their yoga pants. Although people, I was not one of those people. I went to work every day. As mom would say, think before you speak, young lady, think before you speak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, ma'am. And then mom's other favorite thing, pretty is as pretty does. <laughs> and she would Remember, be saying like the lipstick that mom would do. 
like remember her like hot pink and frosted pink lipstick that she I mean you know it's really sad after your mom passes away you look back at how much you gave her grief over and like I really I gave mom a hard time I mean Uh, we both did I know I feel like I gave her maybe more of a hard time oh yeah I think you totally did yeah totally you gave her more okay well settle down I'm just saying. But what was funny is that when mom and Wendy and I were together, mom would be like, oh, that's such a pretty blouse. And Wendy and I automatically would just look at each other and be like, no, you know, (laughs) and my mom would be like, I'm just not going to shop with y'all anymore. This is y'all are just rude. (laughs) just rude we're like no we are just tellers of truth mom we just call it like we see it and no that's not flattering one little bit not one little bit lipstick does not look good on you mom just you know it's so funny because as i get older and now frosted pink lipstick okay i mean you know frost i mean by the way on the walmart thing that i mentioned the whole fact that their top performer across all segments of cosmetics is is uh, lipstick mm-hmm. the big deal tiff the bright colors i mean orange and Mm-mm. bright pink you know the other day i saw my daughter wearing bright orange lipstick and i i, no. I didn't say anything because we're in this phase where it's like you know yeah you're um, always wrong right and mm-hmm. and so i can't i can't say anything i just have to look at it and go wow and the whole time she's talking it's like Charlie Brown, you know, wah, 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 wah. and I, like I didn't even hear her. She's like telling me where she's going, what she's doing, or, you know, what call all these important and details. And, it's like, wah, wah, wah. and the whole time I'm like, that's so effing orange. Why is she wearing yeah, that on her why mouth? Why is she wearing that? Why? And I, I shiny. Tell. It was orange and shiny, and it was, had a gloss to it. Yeah. <laughs> and frosty. It was orange, frosty, shiny lipstick. And it was like, wow. But you know what? You you're 21. You can rock that. Okay. You do you. Well, but exactly. at 51, it's not the same. And right. I have to say, I mean, at 51, where lipstick is concerned, I always do that thing like this. Watch. You put your index finger in your mouth. Yeah. I taught you that, by the way. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I Because I was doing that one time in the car and you were like, what are you doing? And I told you that I saw that. I heard that from some like. Tiff, you did not pageant. teach me the lipstick off your teeth. I so trick. did teach you the lipstick thing because we were in the car. And that I was, was like, in what? broadcasting for a long time on TV. Tiff, this I- is like before broadcasting time, Wendy. This is like I taught you that. Uh, just give me something. I mean, that I taught you. I mean, I taught you make sure that you don't have lipstick on your. Okay, teeth. That's what she's talking about people. Okay, all right, fine. That she okay. put your finger you in. Can have and it. You, okay, I yeah. I okay, mean, good. I the Thank you. Shows Thank you for you. teaching me that. You know, it does occur to me in, in recollection as I think about it. You have always been such a makeup whore. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that in the kindest way, Tiff. But you are I'll own it. I'll take that. Like Tiff has always been so fixated on makeup. And I mean, you really are. You would be, remember when Clinique was a big deal? And <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it was like back in that Clinique phase. Was that like a phase that we went through where we were like, I think it was Well, because yeah. they had good astringent and then the lotion that they still I don't know. Had. But for a minute it was like, Oh, everything had to be Clinique. You well, know, Mamaw always had Clinique. Remember? Hermetix <laughs> Elixir. I still got that in my cabinet. I'm telling okay. you. And when I'm feeling nostalgic, I spray it on my pajamas at night. My mama oh, always wore that. that anyway. Yeah. But remember that red thing? It was a Clinique thing. It was like a tray thing. And it came out and it had all the different eyeshadows, every color you could think of. Tiff was the queen of the gift with purchase, man. If there was a gift with purchase. Uh (laughs) I am still that person. Tiff was like the girl at the makeup counter. Like back in the day, you used to go to the makeup counter at the mall, which is where we were raised. We've, we've told you anyway. And Tiff would just buy, 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 buy. I mean, at yeah. one point, Tiff, you actually were spending recklessly on makeup. I, I did. I mean, I spent a lot of money on makeup for no reason. and But I would always spend the money on the same freaking colors. Like, you would not see me buying the orange, glossy, fluorescent orange lipstick like Harper did. Nope, I wouldn't do it. But I would buy the same kind of brown, maybe a shade lighter, but it's still in the same brown family or whatever. I, I wasn't adventurous in the makeup slash lipstick. I keep my pink, browns, and reds. I'm that girl. 
Yeah, I know that's true. I know yeah. that's true. Me, I, I mean, I, I'm half ass on makeup. I mean, I just oh, will yeah. tell you, I, I spend less than five minutes every day, less than five minutes of my life oh, no. on makeup. There is absolutely no way I even come close to four minutes on my makeup. Like basically my routine what? is this. We're not going to go too deep on this because we have very other important pressing lipstick issues to get to, but <laughs> let's go for a minute on this. I mean, here's my routine. I do. I wash my face first of all in the morning and in the night. Hello. I know. I don't. Okay, fine. Whatever. I don't okay. gross. Do you ever wash your pillowcase? Yes, I wash my pillowcase, but I also wash my face in the shower in the mornings. Every morning, I wash right, my face. Right, but Tiff, you've got to get in the habit. You're 50 years old almost. You're almost 50. You've got to start washing your face at night. I still crying have two out loud. more years. I have a year and a half until I'm 50. Let's just give myself a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. So then you'll start washing your face. <laughs> at a half century, you're going to start washing the face so you don't get pimples or something. Exactly. My routine very quickly is this. I, I have a clean face. I wash it. And then I moisturize with my Skin Medica. Also, I have some other oils that I use on my face. Oils are the big deal. It's like, what did we do before these oils that came out? So then I do some oils. And then I do a tinted moisturizer. My favorite is Skin Medica, but I'm actually doing another one right now. And then, so I put that tinted moisturizer on. Then I do a little bit of concealer under my eye. And I use a sponge to rub all this crap in. I do a little bit of a, a, you know, the number three bronzer situation where you start at the forehead, you go around here, and then you go under your chin to, to create the contour. So I do the bronzer on a number three. Do you do bronzer? Uh, yeah, but I don't, you're like way, you're bougie for me. No, right Tiff, this takes, this takes like less than five minutes. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. Just listen to me and follow what I'm saying. The th number three with the bronzer. And then I've got this new product and I can't think of the name of it. It's like, I do raggedy Ann spots on my uh -huh. cheekbones, which I yeah. don't even have cheekbones, but wherever I want my cheekbones to appear to be, <laughs> I put the raggedy Ann spot right there. And then I real quick, take the sponge, boom, boom, boom rub it in and then I put on mascara and then Chanel Rouge Allure. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it. Yeah. I do more than that. Okay. Let's talk about yours, but, but make it snappy. Let's okay. tell me what your routine is. I wash my face. I have it. I'm um, clean face, hair in the towel. And I put my photo finish on my smashbox photo finish, which I love. <laughs> God, you're a sucker. Uh, you know what? You used it a couple of times when I was up there and you liked it, you said. Photo finish is crap. I'm sorry. It's oh not even no, necessary. It's not. No, you know what? This is my time. My time. My Tiff story time right okay, now. Okay, go for it. So I had I, I have the photo finish that I put on and then I even put the under eye cream photo finish and it has a lip thing to it as well. And then I put a little bit of concealer on because I have like bad Stop it. <laughs> I didn't do anything during your story time. And then I sometimes I'll put foundation -y type stuff on it. And then sometimes I don't. And then I put my mascara, my, my eyeshadow, my, I, I do the whole shebang, but my lipstick is always the first thing that I put on because I feel like if you have clean lines on your lip liner, I went through a phase. Where um, I, I don't do the lip liner. That's kind of, no. uh, that's past tense. Too. Well, I know. Well, that's what I was going to say is that, I used to not do lip liner. Like I had a phase where I didn't do it, but now I'm big into it because I like how it just outlines the lips and then it makes a, a, like, it starts the palette. It starts like how I want to dress my face. So dress yeah. my face. That's right. I mean, you don't I, need to wear a lot of makeup. It's I actually myself without makeup. Tiff, you it. have a beautiful face, beautiful skin. You don't need to wear a, a half inch thick of product on top of your face. To I don't look wear good. a half inch thick. I mean, I know I've had my moments where it's too much makeup. I okay, I'm okay. You live in your world. Yeah, I mean, I I don't do it. I'm encouraging you. You're very pretty, and you don't need. In fact, I want to delve into this. The psychology of this. Why do you suppose that you like makeup so much? Oh my God! Really? I mean, it's a well, because, well, it's I mean, just a question. It's, very, it's simple. I mean, obviously I grew up overweight and makeup. I 
you think it will transform you and make things better and make you look better and be better. And then people will be like, Oh, you have such a pretty face, but you're still overweight. You know, it's all that kind of stuff. Sure. That like is in there and in the back. Of the my other head. cool thing about makeup and I will, I'll go there with you on this stuff because that's the fun thing about lipstick. Lipstick is exactly. one size fits all. And you know, like one of the things you can go and shop for like, like okay. Sunglasses, shoes, lipstick. Those are the best things to go shopping for with people of all shapes and sizes. It's just oh, true. Totally. Because you, everybody can get down with whatever shoe, whatever size. And I know that you in particular kind of evolved with what you like in shoes after you lost all your weight, which was so cute because now you're now you wear high heels more than I do. <laughs> I do. I love my high heels. I've turned into like granny, like farm girl wearing like muck raking. No, Crocs. no, no. I don't wear Crocs. But I, I mean, like I'm a step away from those gardening clogs. You know what I mean? Like I'm actually oh, wanting, boy. I actually, you know what? I'm not kidding you. I want some gardening clogs. I do. Yeah. Well, they're, they're your real. husband so, will get you those at Tractor Supply. <laughs> Costco, Costco. But yeah, Tiff wears sexier shoes now than than me for sure. And you like all the strappy high heel stuff. Oh yeah, it elongates your leg. It makes your foot look good. That's why I always have a like a pedicure going on. I don't let I like I don't understand like I have friends uh, that I won't name their names now, but I have like a few friends that don't polish their toenails frazzles the hell out of me. I'm like, "Why don't you have that shit like painted. Right. It's the right. same kind of thing though with your lipstick. Why don't you have your lipstick on? Even if you have like chapstick or beeswax or whatever on, just have something going on. Well, it is interesting though. I think when I heard this story, I thought, wow, isn't that wild that lipstick is now the sort of the indicator, the economic indicator of this return to normalcy, if you will, or the economic indicator of enthusiasm in the market. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's like, not that we needed a scientific study to support what we already know intuitively, but let's just use this one that I found from Science Direct. It's a study that came out as a jumping off point, because I want to talk about something a little more serious than okay. just the, you know, I mean, I love lipstick, don't get me wrong. But about the impact of living in fear and anxiety from COVID-19, because if there's anything that says we're, we're over it is the spike in lipstick sales. But what happened during COVID was that everybody was basically living in fear. Mm -hmm. And you, I think we're on the leader train of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I lived in reality. You, no, you, lived, you are um, a COVID denier. No, I was, I knew that COVID was real. I will accept all of that. I know whatever, but you were on the leader train. They even had a room in the house that was COVID friendly. They, no one could go in because in case one of y'all got COVID, that was like, um, I felt like that was smart. That's called being prepared for any eventuality. You're a prepper. I mean, You're a prepper. You're a prepper. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Prepper. You're yeah, you're a doomsday prepper type person. I'm not a doomsday prepper. Okay. I, you wore a mass shield. You wore a mass shield. So if that was a pragmatic thing to do at the height of a global pandemic, when one is hopping on a commercial airliner where nobody gives two S H I T S's about cooties or germs. I mean, and I felt like, yeah, I'm going to wear the plastic shield over my mask and my gloves and everything else. Cause you know what? I care about me and I want to be safe. And also I care about other people. I don't want to expose them. God forbid I'm, got cooties. I don't want any of that stuff going on somebody else. I don't want any of that stuff going on anyone else. On either. my watch. Yeah, I don't either. But I trust other people to make the right decisions too. And you are like a step away from wearing the goggles that they even at once one time said that people I actually wear. have those. But yeah. Uh-huh. See? Nope. I have glasses. That's it. That's good. I have glasses. So the science direct study or abstract, if you will, analyzes the impact of fear and anxiety of COVID-19 on life satisfaction, psychological distress, and sleep disturbance. 
And obviously, Tiff, these are people who maybe weren't wearing a lot of lipstick. Okay. Uh Fear and anxiety is strongly related to psychological distress, which is negatively associated with life satisfaction. Fear and anxiety of COVID-19 reduce life satisfaction and increase sleep disturbance. Uh People with mental illness were higher affected by fear and anxiety of COVID-19. I mean, these are all pretty like, no, duh. I mean, these are things that's like, yeah. Did anybody experience sleep disturbance during the global pandemic, which by the way, is still raging in the rest of the world. I just want to make sure that we're putting it out there that we are extremely sensitive to the fact that other countries, including ones right here on our continent, like Canada are, are still dealing with all kinds of stuff and they don't have the luxury of the access to vaccines like we do and so on and so forth. But we had all of this uh, pent up anxiety Okay. Maybe you didn't, but I did. I did not have as much anxiety about it because I knew I just didn't see the world ending. Like a lot of people did, did horrible things happen to a lot of uh, like unfortunate people, like the elderly or people who had a lot of sickness already for sure. Terrible. Don't want that on anyone. I hate that. My heart hurts for them. But I still felt confident that we were all going to come out of this on the other side just fine. I still had that hope about it. But it still gave us like weird things that we had to learn to deal with, like the masks or, you know, the face shields or the rules, the new rules when you travel or whatever. I mean, you had certain things that you had to learn to deal with. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you one thing that kept me up at night is that I am not living in, you know, where people I love are living. And I felt powerless over my ability to enforce my same standards of germ freeness to my siblings who live in a different parallel universe called Texas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like specifically my brother. um, I mean, it's like every time we got on the phone, he was like, COVID schmovid, my God. You know, I was like, oh my God, this is making me crazy. It's making me crazy. I had to, folks, I had to have a COVID test before I could come up to see my sister in September. She's like, you're not coming until you have a negative COVID. And I'd like to have that notarized and documented and scanned into the system. Okay, I did not ask for a notary on that. Okay, let's just get real. She almost said, and what's funny is I am a notary. So there you go. <laughs> so, but, I am not that crazy. I mean, I was oh, a little bit crazy. Yeah, you were. That's you just were. called, Tiff, I felt like that was being prudent. But I think it was also looking back. You, Every family has one. You have that funny, crazy relative. And Wendy was the funny, crazy relative. <laughs> no, 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 not cr- funny, crazy. I mean, a lot of people listening to the show, help me out, people. A lot of people listening to the show were uh, more like-minded with me. They might have been I, like, I don't know. I think that people might be more like-minded with me where they I felt doubt it, like, Tiff. I really doubt it. Oh, I do feel very <laughs> firm. We can take a poll. People, put your advice in on lifeafterfatfanspodcast.com, and we will, like, result give the results soon. And, and I'm sorry, what's the poll? I didn't I didn't catch this. Who was crazier? Question. Were you, like, obsessed crazy like Wendy? Or who were was you, crazier, like, you or your sister? There you go. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like, um, I remember like back in, what was it? May or April ish? No, I think it was in May. I took a, I, I snuck out of town and I even asked my employer, I was like, do I need to like do anything? I need to get away to see my brother and my sister. It was right after that whole mom stuff. And I asked Corey and I was like, um, asked our brother, I was like, do you want me to take a COVID test coming down? And he's like, uh, what the F? You know, he's like, no, right. we'll take our chances, you know. <clears throat> right. So, I don't know. Well, you know. We all, and like everyone's said, vaccinated now. So, we're all, everyone is good. Knock on wood. We've all right. Been. But, you know, it's so funny how, I mean, let's talk about that just for a hot second. Okay. I just want to go into this because, you know, COVID presented some some fissures in families. Okay. You know how I love alliteration. Yeah, you do. Anyway. Um, it did. Okay. It just did. And, and there were people who, I mean, I felt it was very unfortunate that masking up or something somehow became politicized, but you know what? 
everything gets political, including, I mean, my gosh, thanks be to God, we have vaccine opportunity. Look what's happening in countries where there are no vaccines, people. Um, just look at the the rate of infection and how closed down the economies are and whatnot. It's just, and hey, free, I mean, live and let live. Because I'm not one of these people that thinks you should have to, you know, like the, there should be a law that says you have to get vaccinated. But I think everybody should avail themselves of this no-duh opportunity. And so, but, but Tiff, I mean, remember what happened? I mean. What happened? What are you talking about? All right. This is getting real, real right now. <laughs> Remember, I had that friend, lifelong friend, who was anti-vaxxer. Uh-huh. I know who you're talking didn't about. Didn't realize how serious she was about it. Right. Serious as a heart attack, it turns out. And I made the slightest little comment about vaccine. And suddenly, a near 40-year relationship is... Bye-bye. Oh, that was crazy. That was insane. I mean, like people went bananas well, over issues related to COVID. I mean, well, yeah, you had to like a side that you had to choose kind of deal. And then if you didn't, it's this whole society that we're in. If you don't agree with what they're, they're saying, then you're wrong. And like, shame on you. And you're like the evil person. And it's like, no, why can't I have my own opinion about it? Why can't I? I mean, I know people who are good people who are choosing not to get vaccinated for their own reasons. I don't think they're bad. I think that's just their choice. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have family members, who, yeah. you know, who are choosing not to do it for, you know, their own reasons. And right. I'm not going to judge that. I'm not going to judge that. Right. For me and my, I choose to get vaccinated. My husband's in healthcare. He is obviously vaccinated. I couldn't wait to get vaccinated. The second vaccine on Pfizer made me sick as a dog for a day. But guess what? I'm glad I got it. And, you know, who knows how that'll end up. Hopefully I'll be fine. Hopefully it won't be like, you know, the polio vaccine or something weird like right. that down the road. But, you know, I figure I'm hedging my bets on it. That's how I'm going right. with if it. If I grow a tail, everyone's going to grow a tail. That's how I look at it, okay? <laughs> so I'm like, it's just kind of, to me, I'm I looking at it. I just want to get out and wear lipstick. I just right. want to get out and wear lipstick. Well, yeah, I look that. at it, it's like almost like the flu shot. Everyone, you have your choice next, it come like fall time to, you know, get a flu shot. If you want to have it, you can. They're saying now that you're probably going to have to have another little shot for the vaccine. It's the same thing to me. It's how I look at it. That's how I'm looking at it. It's just part of our new world that we now live in. So many industries have been affected by this pandemic, let alone the lipstick industry, obviously. But it's like, it's crazy how we're all like striving and wanting to have that normalcy, what we had before. And we're like trying every little which way to get that. We are like the cicadas that have emerged from the earth on the eastern seaboard, and we are raising hell. We are making noise. I mean, it is like, I am not kidding you. If you live where I do or nearby, anywhere on this area of the world, it is insane what the cicadas sound like all times of day. It's it. like, it's so loud, but they've been underground all this time and they've come out and it's so analogous to what we've been through. It's like, I think... I do think it's going to be one long renaissance, one long lipstick wearing party. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. I mean, our world has just totally changed and we're having to all figure out how to live with it and deal with it and make it happen. And, but wearing lipstick will always help us uh, you can attack the situation. Like Coco says, attack. Put lipstick on and attack. All right. Well, with that girl, I got to say, it's time for the fat pant rant. What is your fat pant rant, Miss Tiff? Okay. My fat pant rant for me, again, I was visiting our brother recently this weekend. And my fat pant rant is that time when you come home from travel, whether it's a weekend or two weeks, whatever. And you have to then unpack your stuff and then you have all the laundry and then you have to get play with the dogs and then you have to make sure everything is right in the world and freshen up your house and plan your week and get everything. That's what I'm, that's my rant. It's just that I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all this. I just want to sit kind of like from travel for a moment and have my moments to myself, but I can't because I have all this other stuff to do. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know, maybe like look at it and like, lucky me, I got to go visit family and enjoy the benefit of travel. And yes, Pollyanna, every day is a gift and on and on and on. Yeah, I agree. But it is, it's like, because I'm not going to be one of those people that lets my suitcase just sit there. Like I'm not that person. Well, you, you are not that person now. I used to be, yes. You used to be that person. I'm super proud of you that you're not that person. I've now. grown as a person. I've yeah, grown. we don't do suitcase sit on the floor the day we get home. We are no. unpack the minute you get home. Yeah. Your daughter is that person though still. Okay, let's not talk about her. <laughs> she can have her own show. We'll let her have her own show, which may or may not be something related to cleanliness. Okay. All right. I was jealous that you got to go to Dallas and hang out with our brother this weekend. Meanwhile, I was stuck here gardening. Everybody got out of town but me. Mm, I also wasn't invited to. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. I was not invited at all. That is so not true because I was not invited. Not one time nobody ever called me and said, hey, when? Come down. Toast coming. Oh, that is so not true. I even sent you a text saying, hey, if you want to come, you can come. And we even had a conversation you are about not it because the you were host. like, Corey's not going to do that kind of stuff. He doesn't think about that. Yes, he does. Well, I heard that uh, y'all are coming down on the 25th or something, you and Harp, and I didn't get the invite. Okay, that's not even happening. That was just a thing that he threw out yesterday. That was a date. That was not a commitment. So anyway, my fat pan ran is, you know, sometimes we get left out of family gatherings and we have to learn to be the oh bigger God. person. We have to I'm put rolling. our big girl panties I'm... on. We have to put on our red lipstick and go, you know what? I'm okay. And okay. that is the message of today, people. Put you that lipstick okay. on. You be okay. I'm okay. Even with the orangey, frosty, whatever the hell that is stuff that my daughter was wearing the other day. Be okay. Wear the lipstick. If you're finding us for the first time on Apple or Spotify, we invite you to get to know us more at the Life After Fat Pants Podcast.com and join the Fat Pant Fan Club. that's right right. we do like to send goodies to our fan club members and we've done that recently it's been a lot of fun to share so be sure to sign up for the fat pant fan club and that is it for today lipstick 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 wear your lipstick y'all and always do your humps first on your lips (laughs) that's my little tip my tips tip that is what it is like do your little humps first and then do the rest of your lipstick Hums first. I'm a lower lip first myself, and then I smudge it together. But anyway, all right. Tune in next time for One One Size Fits Fits All Sister Sister Talk. Talk.